Okay, gentlemen. As I mentioned before, <clears throat> the Rambam in Al-Khot Teshuvah makes a shocking statement that will need more than this class to understand. But even the light reading of it already gives us a, a, a tunnel into a new concept that maybe we didn't have a full appreciation for. The Rambam writes, Haporesh midarket sibur. This is in the third Perek, third chapter of El Teshuvah. It's in Halakha Yud Aleph. If you want to look it up, Gimel Yud Aleph. The Rambam says someone who separates himself from the ways of the community. The Sibur could be the community or it could be the general, the Jewish people. He separates himself. Separates himself means he does his own thing. How many Averot does this guy do? Says the Rambam, none. He doesn't do any sins. How many people do you know that don't do any sins? They don't speak Lashon Hara. They don't. Their Shabbat is perfect. They watch their eyes perfectly. They don't listen to the wrong things. They keep mitzvot. How many people do you know that you could say about them? Lo avar averot. That person, in our minds, would be from the gedolim, from the great people in Am Yisrael. That's what, that's what we're talking about. But this guy, Ella nivdal me'adat Yisrael, which means he does all the mitzvot, doesn't do any averot. Only thing is, he keeps his religion between him and God, which means he opens up the Torah, he learns. Maybe even with a habruta, he does all the mitzvot, makes sure he does shaharuch the right way. He is an Eved Hashem. We would call him an Eved Hashem. The man is a servant of God. He does everything the right way. Everything before he does it, he asks himself, what does Hashem want from me? Beautiful. Halvai, we all get to that point. Says the Rambam, he says, what does he do to show that he isn't, that he's called a poresh, that he's separate from the ways of the tzibur? How does he show that? Well, what does he do? He says, Eno ose mitzvot bichlalan. Not sure exactly what this means. But he doesn't do mitzvot inclusively. Maybe they're having uh, uh, hakafot. He doesn't include with them himself in hakafot. Does don't hakafot. Walks around there by himself. Doesn't, doesn't want to be, you know, involved in the mitzvot. Or the Oham Israel is doing a mitzvah. Maybe they're uh, collecting money for something important. And uh, he doesn't want to be involved. Maybe... He doesn't pray with a minyan. I'm not sure if that's included in that also. Has his own tefillot. 
He always prays by Netzah Hamaz. Praise on time. Velo nichnas betzaratan. Another example of what this person looks like, says the Rambam, is that Am Yisrael is in a time of sorrow. They have it sarah. Velo nichnas. Lo nichnas means he doesn't enter. Velo mitane betaanitan. They have a, they decided to make a ta'anit. They decided to make a fast because the situation is dire. And he doesn't join. So what 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 is he, says the Rambat? What does he look like, this guy? Ella. Holech bedarko. Basically, he goes about his life. Ke'ehad ha'aret. Which means right now the average American, how much of his day is changing? Probably not too much. This person, if you looked at him and his behavior and the way he does his daily routine, he is normal. Just like the Goy today is normal. Why should he buy? What? Not, nothing wrong. Why should the Goy not be normal? Nothing happened to his family. Nothing happened to his people. A Jew today living in middle America. What, 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 what does he have to do with anything? I mean, maybe he feels bad that people are getting killed, innocent people. Could be. We're not talking about watching the news and seeing videos and pictures and feeling bad. That you have to be a human for. You don't even have to be Jewish for. If you're a human being and you see people, innocent people, getting killed, and you feel terrible. We're not, that's, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about that your day changes. We're, de- we're talking that you're not living the same way. So the guy in America, even though he may feel bad, hopefully he feels bad, but that's not going to change his day. He goes about his business. He's having dinner the same way. He's going to have barbecues the same way. He's going to make everything the same way. If he's going on vacation, he's going on vacation. Nothing is changing. He says, that's what he calls him. Which means if you looked at a goy, and you're not surprised that the goy didn't change his life, this guy looks the same. He goes about his business as if everything is normal. This is one of the characteristics of this person. Again, remember, this person is a tzaddik yitzod olam. He is a righteous person who does no sins. Only thing is, he has a very special relationship with God. Has a very personal relationship. And doesn't feel he needs to be connected to the Jewish people. He doesn't need their chizuk. When they have moments of chizuk, he doesn't need, he doesn't want to be involved. I can hear people like that. I do my own thing. It's between me and God. And by the way, such a person, I wouldn't call him a person who doesn't make sense. I would say even he makes sense. At the end of the day, we need each other. We need chizuk from each other. We need to help each other. But this guy chooses to live an independent life. He says, I don't need Hezuk. 
I don't need to be part of the cloud. I don't need it. I don't need their help. I don't want to help them. I don't want to do mitzvot with them. I'll do my own thing. At the end of the day, Hashem created me. It's between me and Him. And I'm going to be in Ebed Hashem. I hear the guy has a, he has a shitah. The guy is not a bad person. He just, he understands the mission of his life in a very, very clear way. Who can argue with the guy? Everybody was created to be an Eved Hashem. I am an Eved Hashem. Says the Rambam, that such a person, I mean, who, who else would think like this? Who else would be a righteous person fully and yet decide that he is going to be disconnected? Obviously, a person who doesn't see a real value. He has a philosophy about it. Says the Rambam, and he says, this person, the Rambam says, this person has no share in the world to come. Now, there are very few people that we can make such a statement on. They have no share in the world to come. People do Averot, they have a share in the world. All of Am Yisrael has a Helek in Allah. Maybe a small Helek, maybe not such a big Helek. Right? There's all different types of Halakim in Allah. But this guy, it's such an astounding statement. Where did all his mitzvot go? Where did all his Shmirat Shabbat go? Where did all the Torah that he learned go? Where did, the, where did they all go? So I, I'm not going to answer all the questions. This needs to be studied and understood. Where did Rambam got this from? And, and, and why this is like this? And we should study it. I'm not uh, exempting myself. I'm just saying it's longer than the few minutes that we have today. But bottom line, you see some, what a tremendous hidush that a person who walks around in times of sorrow and behaves as if nothing is going on, it's business as usual, this person has no helek le'olam abba. It's a, it's a, again, it's hard to even say it. But I'm just reading what the words say. What, what's, what, what did this guy do that was so terrible? What, what did he do? Seems to be, seems to be that a very important part of our existence is to feel part of a bigger body than ourselves. That's not necessarily covered by our mitzvot and averot. I mean, there's another, there's another department There seems to be something that's part of us or that needs to be part of us that maybe we're not aware of because we constantly speak about what we're supposed to be doing both between man and man and man and God. But there seems to be another whole section. This other section is called that you have to live your life as part of a bigger body than yourself. You have to see yourself as a portion 
in a bigger company. That in itself is also a very part, an important part of our existence. We see this by Ruth. There's a question by Ruth when she came to join the Jewish people. As you know, Ruth was from Moab. And when she came to join the Jewish people, Naomi, her mother-in-law, she discouraged her. She told her, what do you need this for? You're a princess. You're a wealthy woman. You have everything that you need. You have your mitzvot. You have, surely she told her, keep your shiva mitzvot. Keep your seven mitzvot. You have a olam haba for your seven mitzvot. You're coming with me to a new country. You're coming to, I have no money for you. Poverty. What do you need this for? A whole new way of life, taking on all the mitzvot. So she tried to discourage her. Vatome Ruth. Ruth tells her mother-in-law Naomi, Altifge'ibi, do not bother me. Le'ozvech, that I should leave you. Lashuv me'aharayich, to go back from following you. Ki el asher telechi elech, wherever you go, that's where I'm going. She says, Ba'asher talini, where you sleep, that's where I'm sleeping. Alin. Now listen to these words. Ready for these words? Ready. Pay attention. She says, Amech ami. She says, Your nation is my nation. Ve'elohaiich elohai. Your God is my God. Now if someone says to you, Your God is my God. So basically he's saying that I am taking upon myself the 613 mitzvot. Your God, the way he deals with you, your God, of course God is the God of the world. But when she says Elohaich means what God expects from you. Elohaich, your God. Elohai, my God. Which means I am committed to do all the mitzvot. So what does it mean when she says Amech Ami? And your nation is my nation. Well, obviously, if a person becomes a Jew, imagine a person commits to be a Jew and decides to take on all 613 mitzvot. That's what it means. Hashem is their God. So that's it. What, 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 what do you have to say? My nation is your nation. That's included in your God is my God. The answer is what we just learned in the Rambam. There's another section in being a Jew. And it has nothing to do with keeping all the mitzvot. Eloi, Eloi means that whatever mitzvot you're commanded, I'm commanded. Whatever you don't do, I don't do. That's Eloi, Eloi. But there's a whole separate new, new section. It's called Amech Ami. It means that I now became part of your people. That's a whole new section of being a Jew. Not connected to the mitzvot. A new section. It's called that I will feel as part of this nation. Just like a person, lo alenu, if there's a family member that isn't well, their life 
cannot be the same. If there's something in Klal Yisrael, we're not talking right now, if God forbid there's somebody sick in another family or things like that, that a person should feel to try to help people. That's, that's a separate discussion. We're talking now where the general Klal, meaning there is a Sibur that is suffering. It's not an individual who has a problem that we need to help him, give him tzedakah, go visit him, bikur holim. We have all those mitzvot. But when you have the ami, when the nation itself or the community that you're in is in a difficult situation, a person has to feel like it's from his own family. Amech Ami says Ruth, I am committed to be a complete Jew. Number one, I want to keep all the mitzvot just like you. Number two, I want to feel part of this nation. There's a new section that maybe we're not aware of in our lives that we need to start to, I guess, I think, I think that the Jewish heart by nature has a feeling of amech ami. But that doesn't mean because our heart by nature feels it that necessarily it's going to come out. Sometimes there are things in our heart that are there. But because of all the other things that we put on top of our heart, it's not recognized. And sometimes there are things in our heart, but we don't act on them. There is a Gemara and Masechet Sota. A Gemara that I think most people here have heard about. The Pasuk says in, in Parashat Shofetim, the procedure of how Am Yisrael goes to war. There's a procedure to have a war. How do they go out to the war? Obviously, they get the soldiers. They call up the reserves. They're going to war. So the Pasuk says, Ki When you go to war. So first it gives us hizuk that we shouldn't go out in fear. Lo don't be afraid. Now, says the Pasuk, Vehaya. And it will be. When you get close to the war. So now they're going towards the war. They're getting close. There's a special Kohen. Who's appointed for this duty. For this job. He goes. He gets up on the loudspeaker and he talks to the people and he says to them Shema Yisrael listen I'm Yisrael you're getting today closer to the war against your enemy he tells them don't be discouraged don't be afraid fine gives them hizuk after he gives them hizuk, because Hashem is with you, ki Fine. 
Then he says, The officers get up and they speak to the people. And they say the following. Who is the man? Asher bana bayit hadash. Guy just uh, built a beautiful home. Doesn't have to be so beautiful. Could be even not so beautiful. It's a new home. Velo hanacho. He didn't move in yet. Yelech veyashov leveto. Just go home. Go home. You built the house. You didn't move in yet. Go home. Pen yamud ba milhama. Because he might be afraid he's going to die in the war. Somebody else is going to move in. The guy is building his house. On his mind, all he can think about is his house. And maybe he won't make it. Bottom line is, maybe there's more depth to this, but that's not for today. Bottom line is, you built a new house. You didn't move in, go home. Next guy. Guy who planted a vineyard, a beautiful vineyard. And he's working and working and working. You know, when you plant a vineyard, you don't see anything. You put something in the ground, you put a seed in the ground, and you got to wait, and you got to wait. Finally, the guy's working, he's watering, he put on the irrigation system. He's doing everything, he's praying, and he's waiting for things to come out. So finally... His kerem is coming out, but lo he didn't get to enjoy it yet. He didn't get to enjoy the fruits that he worked so hard for, sometimes for years. Why? What's on his mind? This guy's going to war. He's working three years. Who knows how many years he's working? Go home. He's afraid he's going to die in war. And somebody else will get to enjoy all the years of work for his vineyard. Next guy. Next announcement. Who got engaged? He didn't marry her yet. Go home. He might die and somebody else will take her. And then they make a fourth announcement. They make a new announcement, the fourth one. And they say, Who is afraid? Who has a very uh, soft heart? He can't handle. Can't handle blood. He can't handle war. He can't handle. Go home. He shouldn't make other people get scared with his fear. Go home. We don't need guys like that. And then they go out to war. That's, that's a, this, this is a parasha that most people have learned, heard about. But the Gemara says in Masechet Sota, describing a little more detail, says the Gemara, Daf Mem Bet in Sota, Tanur Abanan, Pa'amayim, excuse me, which means that this announcement it takes place twice. Where do they do this? Ahat basefar. Sefar is the border. And she says, 
when they leave, imagine they're going, they're going, they're going. They leave the land of Israel. Stop. I'm going to make an announcement. Tells them all of the things that we said. Whoever needs to go home, go home. They ahat bamilhama. And one time they do it in the war. The obvious question here is, you know, these are this is this is an open pasuk in the Torah. We never went to war, and we know about this. Ask any normal Jew, not even the most learned one. Have you ever heard about the exemptions of war? So, yeah, of course. It's, a, it's in the Torah. This is not like a Torah Shabal that nobody heard about. It's not a Zohar somewhere that no one learned. It's not. It's, it's an open, clear pasuk in the Torah that every young boy before he's even bar mitzvah already learned that if you have this situation, then you don't go to war. So the obvious question is, why do they have to go with them, cross the border, and then they make the announcements? Guys, whoever is engaged, go back home. Question. Why did he come? Why does that have to come for? What, what, doesn't he know the halakha? Why do you have to make an announcement after they cross the border? If you know the halakha, you're not coming. What kind of guy is this? Is it, what, is that all, is it, these are all ameh aratzot. These are all the people who are ignorant. That's who they went to war. They have to tell them, by the way, you missed the pasuk in the Torah. Go back home. So why do they all have to go out to war? They answer because even if you were exempt from the war, but you got to go with them. You have to be mishtatef amech ami. You still have to feel part of the war. Maybe you're not going to fight. Maybe you're going to go and bring water for the soldiers. Maybe you're going to go hand out food for their family. Maybe you're doing other things. Maybe you're not going to war. Or maybe you can't do anything. But that doesn't exempt you from at least being part of what's going on. You can just stay home and say, well, I'm exempt. I have a pasuk. What am I going for? So what do you mean? They're all going to the border. What are you staying home? But I can't fight anyway. It doesn't matter. You got to at least be part of what's going on. You can't be disconnected from what's going on. What an unbelievable pasuk this is. What, a, what an unbelievable gemara that this is. People who know they cannot fight. They will not fight. They're exempt from fighting. But they can't behave as if nothing is going on. They have to go. And then after they cross the border... Then they'll talk to them. And then they'll send them back to do what they have to do. That's the first time. By the border. It's a beautiful way of understanding in general what's supposed to happen when Am Yisrael is to get together doing something. If you can do something with them, then do it. And if you can't do something, at least Make believe you want to do something. 
It should look on you that you want. Don't have a face or don't act as if nothing is going on. Perhaps this is a source for the Rambam. Maybe, I don't know. That this is a guy, here's a guy. If he doesn't go out at all, he's Poresh. People are going somewhere, he decides, he's not included. The bottom line is that today, perhaps, I know for me it's an eye-opener, but perhaps we opened a new section in our lives. Again, I'm not going to say that we were totally ignorant of this, because I think our Jewish heart automatically has a certain feeling, but it cannot be a feeling that you get just because you're watching things or hearing things that are disturbing. It has to come from a feeling of family. It's a different kind of feeling. It's a very big difference if I hear that somebody got murdered in the most atrocious way and it bothers me than if I feel it in my family. It's a very big difference. When we feel it has to come from amech ami. I don't know that we're all holding on that level. I think that we have something. I, don't, I think we have some connection to what the Rambam says, even if we didn't learn the Rambam. But I'm not sure if we realize how deep it goes. And I'm not sure if we realize the great ramifications. It's not just a, a bonus item in Judaism. It's one of the critical parts of being a Jew. It's to feel as part of Am Yisrael. So yes, business as usual cannot be. There has to be differences. There has to be a new way of, maybe like I said, our tefillot should be more serious. We should look like when we're praying. Imagine a guy is praying. I remember when I one time had a prayer for something that I really desperately needed. You could look at me and you could know that something is different. My prayer was clearly different. You didn't have to ask me if there's anything going on in my life. You could see me pray, you knew right away. I, hopefully I pray normally every day, but there was something different. There's something different the way we behave, the way we act, the way we do things. It cannot be business as usual. In our tefillot, in our limuda Torah, people are saying tehillim, that, that people are trying to help. And in general, like I said, our general behavior needs to take into account business cannot be as usual. I can't go on in my life. You know, again, you'll forgive me. I don't think this is a vacation time. Vacation is very important. Vacation is a need, is a must for some sometimes in our lives. But you can't take a vacation when, when the family is in trouble. You, you can't, it just, it's not something you have to even ask. It's, it's obvious. You don't have to ask it. If you have to ask it, so already there's something wrong. It's not the right time. It's not the right time for business as usual. I'm not saying we should stop our lives. That's not what I'm saying either. A person has to go to work. A person has to bring parnasa. A person has to continue about his day more or less in a normal way. But it can't be everything is normal. There has to be certain things that's not for this time. We, we, we don't do that here. We can't do that now. So, Be'ezrat Hashem, we will see Yeshua'ot, we will see salvation, 
and we will see tremendous beracha in all that's going on in Eretz Israel. And we shouldn't forget our connection and our responsibilities. Have a wonderful day.